Hi everyone, I'm Nga. Welcome to Aragon Life, the podcast for business and IT leaders, where Aragon experts share actionable insights to help you and your business move faster. In this episode, we have Jim Lundy, founder and CEO at Aragon Research. He's here today to discuss remote work as part of our podcast series. Jim will be discussing 2020 best practices as well as what you need to do to continue thriving in this new reality. Hello, Jim. Thanks for being here today. Uh, hi, Na. Thanks. Thanks for having me. And uh, let's just dive right into the main topic of remote work, which I'm calling the new normal. Uh, in fact, some people, about a third of the workforce, are going to work from home indefinitely or really what we call permanently. Now, I've got a lot of experience with remote work. Uh, Twelve years of my career, I spent working uh, and managing remote teams uh, with team members that were all over the globe. So I'm very comfortable talking about this topic. It's easy for me to, you know, kind of fall into that remote work road. And again, what we're going to do today is dive deeper into the best practices for working remotely, talk about some of the key technologies to consider adopting, and also, you know, one of the most important pieces we want to spend time on in the overall equation is learning and training, which we're going to talk about a little bit later on. So first and foremost, it's important for us to evaluate the five elements of remote work, a physical place to work, a computer uh, and network access, obviously, knowing what to do at work, your work objectives, having a work routine, and then having the ability to interact with team members, even though they're remote. So let's dive into this a little bit more. Now, as far as a physical place to work, uh, having a spot at home or your apartment to get work done without interruptions is really one of the key things. And when people don't have that, it creates problems and creates frustrations. So the place should be a place where you have minimal interruptions. There should be a door you can close when you need to do an important call or meeting so that maybe either you know children or pets don't bug you. Now, in my experience, I've had offices that were at my home location, both uh, one time in my basement. In the East Coast of the U.S., you have basements. In the West Coast, where I live now, you don't. And then on the West Coast, I actually had one in my garage. It tended to get pretty hot in the summer. But it really doesn't matter where you put your office, but it needs to be that regular place that's comfortable that you can get work done. And you can also leave that space to take a break. You obviously need a computer. Uh, usually, you know, your company's going to issue a laptop. We recommend getting an external monitor if you're working at home because that really can increase productivity. The investment in a monitor, four to $600, is not that much. Sometimes your company might pay for that. But if it doesn't, it's still a great investment. You can have more of those uh, work windows open. You know, for example, your email window maybe a Word document, maybe a PowerPoint, maybe if you're a spreadsheet person, one of those open. And I can't stress enough how important the next item, which is an internet connection is. Now, you all probably have that, but we spent some time in one of our recent webinars actually going over that and how to manage that. Uh, you know, the cable modem, the Wi-Fi router. So if you have experience with that, then you're good to go. But sometimes when you're going to be working more permanently from home, you need to increase the speed. And prices are coming down around the world for higher speed connections. So 500 to uh, even a gig of speed is worth looking at, particularly if your employer will reimburse you for that cost. 
And again, work objectives are important, knowing what you're supposed to do, having regular check-ins with your manager. But on the work routine, it's important to have a regular work routine that includes breaks, getting away from your place of work, you know, taking a coffee break, going outside. Many people today right now can't go to the gym, but you might have a, a bike or a treadmill or a Peloton, getting out and scheduling time to do that. Because one of the things that people have been commenting to me, and I, I lived this, is you end up doing more work because you're just kind of sitting there. And then the last thing I think relative to the five elements of work is, is having that work buddy, a coworker that you can talk to on a regular basis. Because when you're, you know, it's easy to become like isolated when you work from home. So you got to talk to coworkers using chat, team collaboration. We'll talk about that. But if you don't have that work buddy, people can feel very disconnected. It's incumbent upon managers to engage with their team. But when you do have that work buddy, you're talking about what's going on. It becomes like that digital water cooler thing. And you can also have group chats. So if you take care of these five elements, you're off to a good start. But to maximize your productivity, there's some things you should be doing and start adopting relative to the tools that your organization needs to provide to you. I want to talk about a couple of these briefly. Web and video conferencing, enterprise video platform, a digital work hub that sometimes replaces your email productivity suite, messaging and team collaboration, for sales, this thing called sales enablement, and then for transactions where you used to use paper, where paper is now being viewed as a biological agent, you want to lose something called digital transaction management. So what I really just wanted to say is that web and video conferencing, I mean, you probably have access to that. Sometimes people don't realize they may actually have their own seat or their own license. If you have Office from Microsoft or G Suite from Google, in many cases, you already have either Teams or you know, Google Meet to basically have those meetings. If you don't have either one of those, then you probably need to ask, like, hey, you know, how can I schedule meetings? It's not uncommon to have more than one meeting platform in the enterprise. Some people have one for internal meetings. Some people have one for external. Now, no, we have a whole video conferencing, uh, web and video conferencing report that evaluates a whole bunch of providers. And so if you're an Aragon client, you can get access to that. A couple of things to pay attention to. Security has become top of mind because a couple of providers had security issues. Uh, and then the other thing is, just like we're doing here for this podcast, we're recording this because this is going to be a podcast available out on you know, iTunes and Google Play, is you need to have make sure you have the capacity to do the recordings. And so one of the things that that begs the question of is enterprise video platforms. And these are tools that actually can manage you know, hundreds, if not hundreds of thousands of recordings. They can also deliver town halls. So while a lot of people have flocked to web and video conferencing because of remote work, now they're realizing, like, what am I going to do with all these recordings? And that's, again, where these enterprise video, sometimes called video content management tools, come into play. So those are a couple things. A couple other ones on the digital work hub front. That's a new category of, of technology that Aragon came up with about three years ago. And work hubs are kind of like, uh, has a little bit more task management, has collaboration. It kind of has everything you need to do to do remote work. So you can see what other people are working on. You can see what you're working on. You can collaborate with people. It's kind of like the perfect storm. And we have a whole report on that as well. When it comes to team collaboration, again, enterprise messaging, this is really one of the key remote technologies we want to highlight today in this podcast. 
If you don't have that, you should probably get one. We don't suggest you use open source tools because they can be spied on and people can listen to you. So you should go with an enterprise class tool. Again, we have another report on that, but you know, Slack, uh, Microsoft Teams, Google Hangouts, WebEx Teams. There's tons and tons of different offerings out there. Ring Central has an offering, Avaya, Log Me In. There's a bunch of best of breeds like Symphony. There's a bunch of open source tools, as I said. And you have to be careful because some of the open source tools are the free tools. They do listen to your conversations. On sales enablement, one thing I would just say here is that sales enablement is a big deal for sales teams. We've kind of highlighted that in some of our webinars. Uh, we have a whole set of reports on that. But basically, you need better ways to engage clients with more analytics on the engagement, what they're doing with content or emails or messages you're sending them. And then the last thing I just want to highlight is this idea of digital transaction management, doing e-signatures or you know routing content around. It's been common for sales teams to use DTM, but now we're seeing HR teams need it because you can't bring people into the conference room to have them sign all their onboarding forms. So again, you know, web and video conferencing, enterprise video, digital workup, team collaboration, sales enablement platforms, and digital transaction management. Now, one area I do want to spend time on, because this is probably one of the most important areas, is learning and training. And if you're working from home, you know, you are saving that time of commuting. And you can basically use that time to learn additional skills, improve skills, practice skills. And we recommend that highly. And again, that's one of the things that's coming up more. There's been a lot more demand for corporate learning for remote work associates and for managers too. So that would be some of the things that we would say. And again, you know, you do need to continue to train. You do need to continue to onboard. You need core skills and new skills. And you also need to make it fun. So those are some of the things that we would say. And again, every part of the enterprise, HR, executive staff, believe it or not, they do need training. Sales and marketing, salespeople need to practice their pitches every single day. Finance and legal, because again, they're bringing on new associates, they're promoting associates. Coding skills in engineering, best practices in project management and IT. Supply chain and manufacturing, again, lots of different skills, both operational and you know oversight that they need to be as well. So, you know, like I said, that the learning is a big deal. We think that companies, high-performing companies, have always invested in that. But I think managers are realizing in this era of remote work that you do need to spend a lot of time on developing your people. And it's not that hard to do. And you should set objectives for that and make it part of their work routine. So maybe Friday from 3 to 4 or 3 to 4.30, they're doing some training or doing some upskilling. So that's really one of the big things. And, and again, the other one I want to stress that we did talk about, which is, again, team collaboration, stay connected. It's really easy to become disenchanted for some younger people to become, you know, uptight. And again, having that work buddy, having one-on-one -on -one chats with your manager, having team chats. We do a lot of team chat here at Aragon. 
We just call it all Aragon. And whenever something big happens, we share it. And so everybody knows instantaneously what's going on. And guess what? You can also use it for customer chats, engaging directly with customers. And in some cases, it might be a group chat uh, with a customer. Or, and sometimes you can then escalate and say, hey, let's have a video call to talk about that. So that's really kind of a quick flyby here today in this podcast. And no, that's, that would be kind of like my summary comments, both on the best practices of remote work and the tools you need to enable remote work. So I'll turn it back over to you. That's awesome. Thank you, Jim. That's a lot of useful information. As Jim mentioned, Aragon Research has a full set of research notes and reports to help you choose the right approach and the right technology supporting your remote teams. If you and your organization are new to remote work and need help, talk to our analysts or sales team today. And that's all the time we have. Don't forget to follow Aragon Live on Spotify or subscribe to us on iTunes and Google Play. Thanks for tuning in.